What's up, everybody? This is Francisco once again for <laughs> the Frank Off Show, the worst name for a podcast ever. And I am back with the backlog part three. Yes, part three. If you didn't think the other couple hundred games that I talked about was enough, well, here's some more. We've got another road trip that I'm on right now, so it's like, hey, why don't I just take a look at a list of video games that I own and just be like, hey, uh, let's uh, let's talk about these for, for quite a bit. Uh, I've added more games to the backlog, if you can believe it. Of course you can believe it, because I'm getting free games, like, every week. You know, thanks to GamerPower.com. Once again, if you, if you feel like getting free games, just go on there. And this is not an advertisement. There's nothing like that. This is just a service, and this is out of goodness of, of uh, the community, the gaming community's hearts, where they just scour the internet and just like, oh, these are these games are free. These full games from indie games to hot AAA games. Not usually, not usually the, the ones that come out day one. You're not going to get a AAA Day one, you know, Starfield is going to come out and it's going to be for free. And they're not going to find you that, okay? But uh, some indie games, some indie developers, they release their games for free the first 24 hours. And so you, you'll be able to catch those. And, of course, some of the older games that are out there. And I mean old. The, the games that I've listed thus far have ranged from the, the late 1970s to, well, this year, to, to this year, the, the current year, whenever you're listening to this. So it's it, it's 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 a wide range, wide range of, uh, of genres. You got platformers and shooters, first person shooters, space shooters, you got beat em ups, you've got you know, sports games, you, you've got puzzle games. Adventure games, RPGs, Japanese RPGs, Western RPGs, rogue likes, rogue like, uh, just uh, everything, everything under the sun. Racing games. So it's uh, it's a lot that I have, and you could have a lot too. And I'm all for gamers being gamers. I think the the gaming scope, the 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 being a gamer is is good. I, I don't have a problem with people knowing that I'm a gamer. I love video games. I, I, this, it's my favorite. It's my favorite medium of entertainment. It's my favorite medium of entertainment. My, it, it, it's it's been number one since ever since I first uh, laid eyes on Sonic the Hedgehog back in 1991. That's and it's been love ever since. I've I've graduated through through all those games and now I'm, now that I'm getting all these free games, I've I've wanted to branch out a bit. Maybe not too much, but but at the very least to, to experience anything that wasn't made by Nintendo or Sega. Because that's usually been my wheelhouse. If you go on my profile on howlongtobeat.com, just search for FGOGR, and you can search for FGOGR on pretty much anything. FGOGR64 on Instagram, or you got my Tumblr, you've got my Twitter account, of course, got my YouTube channel. 
Twitch, all the like. Uh, I'm, I'm on pretty much everything under that name. If you look in the description of this uh, uh, of this podcast, you'll you'll see my uh, my 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 PlayStation, my Xbox, my Nintendo Switch. Uh, friend numbers and, and, and usernames and my Steam, my Epic Games. And they're all the same. They're all the same. And uh, okay, speaking of Epic Games, if you, if you want to get some free games from there, if you want to buy some games, sometimes they have some good deals. And, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll have uh, some coupons as well. They'll just When you're out in purchasing, you can type my name, you can help a creator, and you just put that in there, and I get a little bit. There's some games here that you'll be hearing about that are on Epic Games, and I will review them, and I will talk about them as well uh, when I'm listing off this backlog. I've already listed off a ton from Epic Games. Okay, this 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 has gone on for way too long. Let's let's dive right back in to the backlog. I feel like if this was a segment from DuckTales where Scrooge McDuck jumps into the pile of co- coins in, in a swimming pool. Uh, this, this would be it, where it's just being a pile of video games, but a lot of them are digital, so I'll be... I'll probably severely hurt myself if I ever did that, and, and also ruin the values of, of the physical games that are down there. Okay. Jay and Silent Bob Mall Brawl. I haven't watched Clerks. I've watched Jay and Silent Bob Strikes Back. That's 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 stupid fun. And so uh, I guess Jay and Silent Bob are popular enough where they warranted a video game. Cool. It's styled in the I guess it's an eight bit style beat 'em up. So just think uh, like River City Ransom. Uh, just think of that. A, a lot more linear. It's not as uh, uh, not, not as uh, slightly open world like River City Ransom, but yeah, it, it's three hours long. It's old school gaming. Jay and Silent Bob in a retro 8-bit side-scrolling brawler, solo or with a friend. So there you go. And And so, uh, it's, it's about five hours to 100%. I have already started it. I already tried a bit of it. It's it's difficult like the old 8-bit games. They don't give you endless continues. And they pretty much laid the difficulty level out just like, just like that. Just like the, the old school 8-bit games, which turned me off of it. I was going to try and see if I could beat it, but it turned me off a bit. Maybe it'll be a lot better if I can find somebody to play with play with me. Uh, maybe maybe the lady if she wants to. But we could try and dive into that. But yeah, yeah there it's there. It, it's not it's not it's mechanically sound. It's uh, the visual style is the they they got it down pat. It looks like it's straight out of the NES in some, you know, in a lot of the aspects. But uh, I, I, they might have taken a little too much, and maybe, maybe some cues for the modern era. But who knows? Maybe that was something that they requested. I'm not sure. Or, uh, 
uh, Kevin Smith or whoever was in charge of that, and it was released back in 2020. Back in 2020. It's by Inter Entertainment, which, all right, that sounds like something like that one of those two guys, maybe it's their own video game studios, who knows. Okay, next is, it's, it's on itch.io. Uh, I, I do have to say, a lot of the indie games are on itch.io. When I see them on gamerpower.com, I don't claim them. Because if that was the case, if I claimed all those itch.io games, I, this backlog would be even more ridiculous than what it already is. And it's great for a lot of people who are just strictly into indie games. There are people who really, really just enjoy those types of games. But I I just don't have the time. And, and so I do have, well, at the beginning, when I found Gamer Power, I was claiming a lot of these games. But then I realized I, was, I had to stop. Because it was getting ridiculous, and I wasn't going to play all these games. So, Kohate, or Kohate, I don't know what you would call it, but it is, I got that on here. Nobody has beaten it on howlongtobeat.com. And, and that's that's the other thing with a lot of these itch.io games. I, I cannot gauge how long they take to beat. Uh, that and Indie Gal. Indie Gal is the other one. Because they're, they're indie games. They're... Uh, not many people play them, and not many people have claimed to beat them on how long to beat. So, when I'm planning out my my gaming time, and yes, I have to plan out my gaming time. If you listen to the past ones, I am an adult with a uh, pretty tough job career-wise. I'm an immigration lawyer, so when I I'm usually leaving work like at seven. And by the time I get home, let's say I'm, I'm settled in, I'm already uh, changed out of my clothes and got a little something to eat and just uh, got, my, got myself laying down in the bed. And there, it, it, let's say it's 8 o'clock by then. And at that point, I'm, I'm trying to see what I'm going to do. Am I going to watch uh, like a baseball game or am I going to uh, hang out with lady or am I going to uh, uh, watch something on, on YouTube or Hulu or something like that and or am I gonna game and I, I will uh, you know you know and that's that's the thing or I have other obligations maybe I have to maybe it's the weekend and I have to I haven't seen my family in a bit so I'll, I'll have to drive like like I do now like I'm doing while I'm while I'm recording this and I'm going to go see my family. It's just a matter of, okay, well, I'm not going to have a chance to sit down and play a lot of these things. So uh, it helps when the games have at least some semblance of how long they take to complete. And that, that's that's one of the reasons, one of the reasons why I don't claim a lot from IndieGala or H.io. But maybe, maybe there's somebody out there who wants to take up that challenge and pick up a lot of these games and maybe be the one to put, hey, I'm the first one that this is how long this game took me to be. Okay. So, uh, Kohate is arrested and sold at auction. You have been transported 
to a secret testing facility in deep space, perform the required tasks while avoiding the abomination lurking within the complex. All right, so alien-inspired, dead space-inspired, I don't know. But released back in 2020. Next is, this, so yeah, I think we're going to get a few Indiga, Indigalas and Itaios here. Next is Whispering Willows. Uh, this one does have people who've completed this. Uh, this is uh, two and a half hours, three hours to 100%. Uh, young Elena Alcorn embarks on a harrowing journey to find her missing father and discover the secrets of the Willows Mansion. Aiding her journey is a unique amulet she received from her father, which allows her to astral project her spirit into a ghostly realm and communicate with the dead. Play as Elena to find her missing father. Uh, wait. Uh, uh, they, uh, okay, you're inside of mansion tricks and puzzles. Help the lingering souls and discover so much more in Whispering Willows. There you go. And it released a lot of things. So it's it's uh, mobile, Switch, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Vita. So it's it's not... It's not so obscure that it was only released on PC and that's it, or mobile. It's on it's on the consoles, so you can find it there. And it was developed, or at least released back in 2014. Next is Corrosion, Cold Winter Waiting, six hours to 100%. Is a dark, shocking, and fear-charged mystery horror adventure game that can that cast the player in the role of Sheriff Alex Truman as he attempts to piece together the origins of a disturbed, unidentified car crash victim. Released back in 2015, it's PC-only, point-and-click adventure game. So I've got a few of these, that's, and that's what... Uh, you'll, you'll see a lot of point-and-clicks on here. Like Agatha Kisti, the ABC Murders. So I've got that one. It's seven hours long, nine hours to 100%. The ABC Murders is an adventure and investigation game adapted from the classic Agatha Christie novel. The player embodies the famous Hercule Poirot in a third-person perspective adventure game packed with mysteries. Once again, the private detective will find himself up against a mysterious opponent who goes by the name of ABC. Another point-clicker. Next is Hope Lake, and this one is Hidden Object Game. I, I would assume it's also a point and click in that sense, too. Uh, Hope Lake Boarding School was abandoned long ago when one of the teachers drowned by accident. Many years later, all of the female students began to disappear one by one. Visit the place where it all began. Try to pick up the Maniac's Trail and put a stop to this crime spree. And so this is about two and a half hours long, four hours to 100%. So a few of these, this is good. This one, uh, this one's PC only as well. Uh, next is press X to not die. This is PC only on rails adventure game. You wake up to find your town in chaos. Everyone has gone crazy and is just attacking each other. A cryptic message is the secret to survival. Press X to not die. Survive the streets. 
find your girlfriend, find out what happened, and get the hell out of this town in this ridiculous live-action interactive movie adventure. I did pick up this one because of it does have real photographs of people on the cover uh, who I'm assuming are the actors in this this little interactive thing. Uh, I, 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 I'm, maybe I should get to this because it seems funny. It seems like a fun, fun game. It's, it's 33 minutes long, three and a half hours to 100%. So I guess if you want to look at all the scenarios of this and just kind of, you know, a little, I guess you're, I guess inspired by things like Dragon's Lair or Mad Dog McCree and things like that. Uh, I forgot what the other one from uh, that that meme game that that Dunkey played way back when, but but yeah, yeah, that seems like a quick one. I could get out of the way just just for just for giggles. Next, Bridge Constructor: The Walking Dead. So eight and a half hours long, fifteen and a half hours to one hundred percent. I have three of these bridge constructor games i have the first one i have bridge constructor playground which i started playing i was hoping to get my niece or my nephew into it but i don't think they have the attention span which is crazy to me when when i'm saying it because i i don't think my attention spans that long either but uh i guess the instant gratification that you get from these dumb youtube videos on youtube kids and yes, there's a lot of really dumb videos on there. Uh, it's not the same as a video game, and maybe they're just not old enough. I, I know. Like I latched onto video games when I was very young, and it's, I guess I saw my sister doing it and all that stuff. But but uh, you know, they're they're different. They are growing up with different things, different mediums. Uh, they like movies and and uh, watching stuff on their iPads. On you know on YouTube, so, so that's, that's the thing there, but, but yeah, you, you, I mean, heck, there's, every generation has their own thing, so, that's their thing, and this is the Walking Dead version of Bridge Constructor, I haven't watched Walking Dead, didn't, get into it when it was in its height or anything like that. I haven't played that. I haven't played the, the Telltale Walking Dead games or anything like that, so I don't know if I'll have a big frame of reference. I played Death Stranding. I know Norman Reedus is a Walking Dead guy, so yeah, that's that's the, that's the only real connection that I have to that series. But this released on pretty much everything. PC, PS4 and 5, Xbox One and X. So, there you go. Alright, next is The Adventures of Chris. So, Adventures of Chris, this is four hours long. Embark on a global adventure in the 90s-inspired adventure platformer. Help a chubby underdog kid with wacky superpowers. Battle bizarre villains, unlock, and customize special moves and spells, and save the world. So this is PC only, so it's released in 2020, I guess it wasn't that successful, I got it through Amazon. Uh, so usually these guys at least try and attempt, 
a switch port that's probably the bare minimum or, or even a mobile port and uh you know this is pc only thus far so i, I don't know i don't know i don't know maybe maybe the budget wasn't high enough for them to get it on the on any other platform but this is uh there you go and uh, amazon makes a bunch of deals with all these indie developers uh temporarily release their games so that people can can at least try them, play them, and be like, oh, okay, this is this is all right. So I, it's a way to get their their name out there. Okay, so that's Adventures of Chris. Next is uh, an Epic Games entry here i have the hunter call of the wild so this is really the only hunting video game i've ever owned i never owned any of those cabela's games on this on the wii you know they, they had a bunch of those hunting video games because you know the wii remote especially when the zapper came out and you could just do it that way but of course they look like crap they look like crap. They have the best graphics. They were just kind of they were they were shovelware. They, those those games are truly shovelware, licensed shovelware. But uh, I've got this. It's it's 24 hours long, and I guess if you really want to get into it, and I'm sure somebody has because I see 210 hours to 100%. Experience the thrill of the hunt. That reminds me of Fairly Odd Parents with, uh, the, I guess, that one British dude. Uh, he's like, it reminds me of the hunt. Okay, so in a visually breathtaking, technically groundbreaking, vast open world, immerse yourself in the atmospheric single-player campaign or share the ultimate hunting experience with friends, PC, PS4, Xbox One, so yeah, you're you're just hunting. You're hunting. I've seen the graphics; they look pretty darn good. So I, I, I guess if I ever wanted to give this a shot, I could. I've never hunted in real life. I don't think I could. I don't think I have the. I don't have the heart to do so. Uh, I fished. I fished before. But I've never hunted, like shooting down and, uh, an animal of, 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 of any sort of size, a duck or deer or anything like that. I don't know, I just, I don't think I would or could do that, but, but, uh, yeah, yeah, there it is. If I ever did want to have some sort of experience, at least a virtual one, then that one's fine. That's fine by me. That's okay. Okay, next, Warhammer End Times Vermintide. So, this is another in the Warhammer series that I've I've talked about before. Uh, Henry Cavell is a massive Warhammer fan, and uh, the more I read about him and his his uh, he's he's one of us. He's he's just an incredibly handsome one of us, <laughs> as far as gamers. And, are concerned, you know, he's got his, that's how he, that's what he does in his free time, he just, game, I mean, other, aside from, you know, working out to keep up his appearance, he, he games, he, he 
plays Warhammer 40K, and and uh, during the pandemic, he put together his own gaming PC for the first time, and so that that was uh, that was the thing. So uh, we've got this game, Vermintine, a cooperative action first-person shooter and melee combat adventure set in the end times of the iconic Warhammer fantasy world. Eight hours long, 132 hours to 100%, because Warhammer fans, the real fans, like Henry Cavell, they will... They, they throw their, their heart and soul into that game. And, look, I admire that in, in a way. The people who just dive into World of Warcraft and have that, the people who do Warframe. I like Warframe. Warframe is fun. I've talked about Warframe a bunch, and I'm, I wish I could have the heart to immerse myself completely in Warframe, but I know that I want to have more than just that experience. So, uh, unfortunately, I just I don't do more than... Uh, play it every few months. Just play for one play session. Like, okay, I got my couple hours out of the way, and uh, all right, this is pretty cool. And then I get out. And then I get out. And well, at least this is a contained experience, right? Uh, I tried. I watched the video on YouTube because I was like, oh, let me get into this war. Let me see what this Warhammer thing is about. And uh, I guess the main the main portion of the game is is just getting those figurines and painting the damn things and then using those to play. You can customize them and do what you want with the painting, but I I don't I don't have the time for that. <laughs> I just don't. I, I don't have the time or dedication to do that. And then they have the storylines and I don't feel like doing that either. Uh... And maybe a contained experience like this, eight hours long, just to get from start to finish. Maybe that's that's how I can kind of break into, or at least have some sort of rudimentary knowledge of the world. But I tried watching that YouTube video of, of uh, like you know Warhammer for beginners, and and it just over, it overwhelmed me right there and then. And that's not a knock on the video. It's not. They, they did their best, but uh, you have to be dedicated to... You have to want to be into it. And I, I don't think I want to be into it enough to just be like, let's get into it. I, I don't. You see, I'm talking about the backlog right now. Do you think I have time to shovel in Warhammer into that? And to like, let me get into this. No. No, I do not. Okay, next is Never Alone. So I, I have this downloaded. I, I do want to play this because it's a very interesting uh, premise. It's three hours long, four hours to complete. I might just do so because I, I recently beat Unmetal in two sit-downs, which was great for me, actually. I, I'm, I'm glad it did it overstay its welcome all. I'll have a review of that at some point, too, because I feel like I can review that one. It's not a long game. It's long enough, and it's, it, once again, good enough. Anyways, 
uh, this three hours long, four hours, 100%. And I feel like this is experience the epic journey of Nuna and Fox. Uh, not Fox McCloud from Star Fox, just a regular Fox. As they search for the source of an eternal blizzard that threatens the survival of everything they have ever known. It's released back on mobile, PC, Switch, PS3, PS4, Wii U, and Xbox One back in 2014. Uh, not, not on Switch, of course. The Switch didn't exist back then, but, but yes, uh, 2014. And uh, it's, it's got a good art style. It's, it's framed around, I believe it's based on Inuit folklore. Which is pretty cool. We need more of that in gaming to kind of get out of this whole space marine military or military shooter dude or uh, apocalyptic world thing that or just anime <laughs> anime RPG that uh, AAA developers are just kind of churning out every now and then. Uh, anyways. So there, there you go. That's that's one that I, I feel like I can get out of the way. Maybe now that I've beaten Unmetal, uh, I can knock out some of these smaller games. I can have a sit down, and I just might because I do have uh, some get. But I do want to get my my physical games out of the way. But the physical games tend to be at least ten plus hours. And these smaller digital indie games fall below that. I would love just a one sit-down playthrough. And then it's three hours long. If I sat down and dedicated myself to it, yeah, I can I can do it in one shot. So uh, next is Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Chaos Theory. I have not played the Splinter Cell series much. I've I've dabbled a bit when I've visited other people's homes, but it's obviously the, the other game when you talk about the, the stealth genre in comparison to Metal Gear, where people hold Metal Gear in much higher regard. But this is a 13 hours long, 20 hours to 100%. I have this on PC. The years, and I this is one of those where, like, I guess I could just play them out of order. I don't have to just be like, look, oh, let me look for the first Splinter Cell, and then I'll, I'll get the storyline after that. Like, no, I, I don't think I, I should do that for a lot of these games. I should just start with the chronological one and start with, and then we'll go from there. But the years 2008, citywide blackout, stock exchange, sabotage, electronic hijacking of national defense systems, this is information warfare. To prevent these attacks, operatives, dear lord, this is a long one, huh? Must infiltrate deep into hostile territory and aggressively collect critical intelligence closer than ever to enemy soldiers. You are Sam Fisher, the NSA's most elite black ops agent. To achieve your missions, you will kill from close range. Uh, yeah, we get it. It's a Splinter Cell game here. You're sneaking in, you're doing your thing, you're grabbing the stuff, and you're getting it out. That's what it is. So I, I have two of these games. I have this, and I have Double Agent. And uh, we'll see. We'll see how, how I do with, uh, with that. I mean, these releases... Gosh, man, this... Uh, 
Look at all these all these systems this game released on. Here we go. PC. Nintendo DS. I remember the DS version. Uh, looking at uh, gameplay videos, I'm like, I thought about buying the DS version. Just because it just looks so cool having a portable version of these games. And it was 3D on the DS, of course. I think this is way back. This is 2005 when this released. So... It was like one of those first DS games. I was like, oh man, this is all 3D. This is holy crap. Uh, but luckily, I, I didn't. Uh, I held off. I held off because if you go back, those games are pretty rough. PC, Nintendo DS, Nintendo GameCube, PS2, PS3, Xbox, Xbox 360, and even Xbox One. And this might be. It might be Xbox One because this might be one of the games that Microsoft chose to uh, make backwards compatible. So it's potentially, if it's on Xbox One, that means you can play it on your Xbox Series X or S. And and you, you can, and if Ubisoft wanted to, they could potentially have a port on the PS. Four or five, but it probably would be the PS2 version, or unless you play the PS3 version on PlayStation Now or something. But there you go. That's that's uh, what that is. Next is Guild of Dungeoneering. So this is 11 and a half hours long, 24 hours to 100 percent, at least on mobile and PC back in 2015. It's an RPG. Become the ultimate dungeon master as you bribe, entice, and coax your heroes through their adventures on a quest to restore your guild to its ultimate glory. So, there you go. Probably very Dungeons and Dragons inspired, of course. So you are a DM. <laughs> All right. I I personally have not gotten into Dungeons and Dragons either. I just. Never was around it, never really just heard offhand about it every now and then, but never really knew anybody that played it until I got to law school. And one of my classmates actually uh, reserved a room for himself just so he could play Dungeons and Dragons with some people online. And uh, that was the only encounter I've known about uh, someone who's played Dungeons and Dragons in person. Aside from that, I don't know, but I do listen to a uh, a podcast called uh, Perilous Storytelling, and it's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. And I I don't really listen to it because, and I've talked about it before. Uh, one of my it's it's only I don't even listen to it because one of my favorite YouTubers, Brent Daniel, is the dungeon master in that one, and I like his voice and the banter between him and his friends there playing through this game is uh, kind of relaxing to me. I, I actually sometimes I use it to go to sleep because it's just like banter in the background. I just have like one of my headphones on and I just lull myself to to sleep with that. So. Uh, they, they got me through some, some times as well. So that, that's that's how it is. Uh, but they haven't had a new entry in quite a while. And I'm 
not sure why. And that's what that's the thing with a lot of podcasts. Uh, a lot of times people will abandon it. That's why I, on the Frank Op Show, I'm doing this. Because I don't want the podcast to feel abandoned. I am putting stuff on here. I am. I'll figure something out to put here. And, and usually, and that's why I tell people to follow me everywhere. Because if you can't find, if like, if I'm not posting something on the podcast, then I'm posting, uh, I'll play it through on my on my on my Twitch or my YouTube, or I'm uh, posting some screenshots of games and stuff or clips I'm playing on Instagram as well. Or, or you can find out, or you can follow my other stuff. I got Sports Goose, my sports podcast, with my friends. Uh, that, that's me every week. That's something new all the time. So that's, that's what we do. And I have other projects in the pipeline. But it's just, it did, it'll take me time to figure out. So that is the other thing. Okay. Next is Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, a Wonderland one-shot adventure. Five and a half hours long, 28 hours to 100%. So this is, of course, in the Borderlands series. I have... Borderlands 1 on the Xbox 360. I haven't gotten into it. Charles says it's a fine series. I will see if I get into any of these. We'll see. But to smash skeletons, defeat dragons, and battle giant golems in Tiny Tina's Assault on Dragon Keep, a Wonderlands one-shot adventure. Experience the acclaimed 2013 quest jam-packed with fantasy, fun, and mountains of magical loot Based on PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Series X and S in 2021. There you go. There you go. Okay, let's see. Let's keep it going. Steam World Dig 2. Seven hours long, 13 and a half hours to 100%. This is a third-person mode. Oh, gosh. It says roguelike there. That's that's instantly going to turn me off right there. Grab your pickaxe and dig into the sequel to the award-winning SteamWorld Dig, a platform mining adventure forged in Metroidvania flames. Maybe they'll get me back with that. As long as it's not like a top-down adventure. If it's a platformer slash Metroid type of thing, then maybe, and, you know, it's just different layouts, then maybe I can get into that. Maybe. Uh, Stadia PC, 3DS, Switch, PS4, Vita, and Xbox One. Released back in 2017. And of course, if it's on PS4, and it means it's on PS5. And if it's on Xbox One, it means it's on Series X and S. So, yeah, you can find that. All right, Next is Beholder. A six hours long, 19 and a half hours, 100%. You're a state-installed landlord in a totalitarian state. Wow, oh, oh boy. You must spy on tenants, peep, eavesdrop, and profile. Wow. Holy crap. Wow. You must report on anyone capable of plotting subversion against the state. You must 
Well, real. Hmm. Interesting. Mobile, PC, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, adventure game. But I, I wonder how that layout is. That's an interesting premise. It's an interesting premise. It's stuff that goes on in real life right now in various countries. So I'm not making light of it, but it's an interesting premise for a video game. It, it, it leaves you in a moral quandary as to what you do. I like that premise. I do. That's that's not bad. I'm gonna screenshot that so I could probably I, so I can I can keep on and on. The something that I am learning while I'm doing this is to screenshot the games that when I read the description catch my eye, and that one caught my eye. Okay. Splinter Cell Double Agents is going there. The other one I told you I have this physically on the Xbox 360. 12 hours long. 12 hours of 100%, so I guess there's not many. Uh, actually, no, that's the PC, PS2. PS3 and Xbox version? Well, the 360 version, for whatever reason, is 29 hours to 100%. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's any difference. But. Maybe, maybe, I don't know, some, some games had some stuff between consoles. Okay. Uh, it's a highly anticipated sequel to the 2005 Game of the Year. Tom Clancy, Splinter Cell Double Agent, play as Double Agent Spy for the first time ever. Take on dual roles of covert operative and terrorist, or your chance of whom to portray and whom to protect actually affects the outcome of your game. Hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Alright. Okay. Well, that's 2006, so I'm going to assume this is the sequel to Chaos Theory. So if I were to go in order, I would have to play Chaos Theory first, and then move on to Double Agent. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's 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 yeah, man. Ubisoft was just churning these things out. Wow, I, I forgot. I, I mean, yeah, it's, it's Ubisoft, Activision, EA. Like, if they hit on something, they're gonna churn them out almost yearly. At that point, like the other one released two thousand five. This one released like two thousand six, just a year later. And I get it. Maybe at, at that point. It was the end of the lifespan of, of the, the GameCube and the Xbox and PS2. So the, by that point, they kind of had a template and knew what they could do with those consoles so they could churn out games faster. And then it was the advent of these of the HD consoles, with the PS3 and the 360. And if you look at those early, early games in the PS2 360 era, most of them look like, especially if they're third parties, like they would, they wouldn't be out of place on those other consoles, and they were just up, yeah, just upscale, just upscale versions of the last generation's games. And it's it's not a knock on them. It's not a knock on them. I, uh, it's just the way things were. It's just the way things were. 
Uh, but it was the beginning of that, that especially the HD era. The HD era of games, a lot of developers couldn't handle that transition. Uh, some in what some of them were just say, hey, okay, let's just put this on this console and it's upscale it, have better textures and higher resolution. That's it. Uh, if you look at, I think one of them, like Tomb Raider Legend, if you look at the, the, the two versions, it really does look like, okay, they just made this one HD and they didn't really make better models or use the real power of those consoles just yet. You had to wait and two years in and you probably got games that look like, okay, this one's not going to work on the original Xbox, which is the most powerful of the last generation. Next, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, the first one. <laughs> yes, I have to make a distinction because now there's a new Modern Warfare 2, which is dumb. But it's Activision, so six and a half hours long, 30 and a half hours to 100%. Uh, this is when they still cared about the campaign. PC, PS3, 360, and I don't believe they made a port for the Wii of this. But yeah, um, I'm not even going to read the description for it. It's Call of Duty. If you're a gamer, you know what it is, what it's about. It's there. I, I, I have not gotten into that series, of course. And I don't really look to get into it anytime soon. It's not on my radar. It really isn't. Next is Prototype. This is on my radar because it is slated for September for me to start playing. It is 11 hours long, 30 and a half hours to 100%. The prototype is a single-player open-world action game where players take control of shapeshifter Alex Mercer. In this game world, you literally are a genetic prototype hiding in human form. You step out onto the streets of New York with no memory, but limitless potential power. As a terrifying viral epidemic sweeps across Manhattan. Top secret Black Watch Special Forces move in, transforming it into a war zone. Delve into the mysteries of your origin, the true nature of your power, and your part in a conspiracy 40 years in the making. Okay, there you go. This released back in 2009. So this was this was the era of this is like the peak of the 360 PS3 Wii era, 2009. This is when it was like like this this was the year for for this type of stuff. And that's when they 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 all hit their stride. They all hit their stride. Okay. Next is Borderlands. So this is the first one. I have it on 360. 22 and a half hours long, 6 through 3 hours to 100%. Sci-fi action RPG from acclaimed developer of Gearbox. The best in first-person action gaming with elements of traditional RPGs. There you go. 
So I, I, I don't have to talk too much about it. Borderlands is a pretty pretty well-known series. PS3, PC, Xbox 360. And yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll see if I get into it at any point. I'll see. Well, it's there. It's there. It's not exactly on my radar, but it is there at the very least. Next is Outcast. I have this on good old games. 22 hours long, 34 hours to 100%. It is a 3D action-adventure video game developed by Belgian developer Appeal. The player controls the protagonist, Cutter Slade, to stop an experiment that threatens the very existence of the Earth. Utilizing voxel technology for the land and polygons for the characters, the game exhibits spectacular graphics without the use of 3D acceleration. So like Doom, in a sense. Right, because Doom was not not 3D. It was a simulation of 3D using uh, basically, yeah, doing that sort of thing. All right, and uh, yeah, well, it's uh, Infogrames published this back in 1999. All right. Next, Avon Colony. Avon Colony, 24 and a half hours long, 43 hours and 100%. Don't really know what it's about. I just see some sort of vast thing with some birds flying through. Build a new home for humanity in Avon Colony. Discover Avon Prime, an alien planet of deserts, tundras, and wetlands, light years from Earth. Build your colonies into massive sprawling cities whilst dealing with the challenges faced when settling on a new world. PC, PS4, Xbox One, Strategy Simulation 2017. That's what this is about. So I guess I could stick this in the, like, I don't know, City Skylines area, maybe. I have to see. Uh, I don't know if it's like a one. To, but it says Simulation Strategy, which I'm going to assume is basically, yeah, it's a sim game. If that's the case, I, I should... I probably should get this one off the list. Out of those games, once again, they're they're ones that you could play forever. You could play forever. It looks like that, and I don't know if I feel like doing that. I don't know where the 43 hours comes from, because that's a game that you can play forever. Next is Dark, but with a Q at the end. So dark, two hours long, three and a half hours complete. That's not bad. Tell us the story of Lloyd, a boy who becomes aware of the fact that he is dreaming. The dream quickly turns into a nightmare, and all he attempts, and all attempts to wake up, and turns into oh, ended failure. Lloyd learns how to survive the nightmare by bending the laws of physics and manipulating the fluid fabric of the dream world. Metro game released on pretty much everything. PC, Switch, PS4, 5, Xbox One, Series X, and S. 2019. Indie game. There you go. I got a bunch of these through Amazon. It's 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 a lot. Uh, I have two Puzzle Agent games here. Now Puzzle Agent 1 and Puzzle Agent 2. 
they're three hours long for Puzzle Wings 2 here. And, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll see if I get some of these. Some of these, some of these indie games are pretty rough. And some of them you can tell, because this one was released on mobile as well. Some of these you can tell they were released on mobile first. And then they ported what they had to, like, Steam or something like that. And it's just there. And they didn't make any changes to the resolution of the sprites or anything like this, especially if they're 2D. Most of them are just pixels, uh, sprites and things like that. And it's just like, uh, it doesn't look good at all. It really does feel like a, you are literally playing a mobile phone game that should have been on a phone screen on, on an iPhone 4 way back when or something. Demon, oh, why did I say demon? Demon Hunt 2, new chapter. Demon. Two and a half hours long, three hours long to 100%. 20 years ago, in a frightening battle, you stopped Ragnar from descending upon your world. But everyone knows no peace lasts forever. Now it's time. And it's only a matter of time until the evil will be stirring again. Wander into the unknown in search of information that threatens to shake your reputation and your very existence. Existence. One full call will send you on a journey that will not leave you unscathed. Another one, mobile PC. This is a this is first person point and click adventure puzzle, all, all that type of stuff. Eh. Just eh. Just eh. I'm not really looking forward to playing any of these like point and click adventure games. I'm not. I have them, they'll be there. But I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. I would have to look at reviews. Maybe I have to figure out which one's the best of them. Just pick one. Just pick one. Just get out of the way. Um, uh, next is Liberated. Three and a half hours long, four hours to one, four and a half to one hundred percent. So these are a lot of these Amazon, Amazon uh, Prime games that I get. Uh, this is released on Switch and PC. Adventure Puzzle Shooter, back in 2020. Join the revolution this comic adventure shooter. Let the hand-drawn art and action unite in a noir cyberpunk story. Fight the system, sneak solve puzzles, and disperse picturesque headshots for great justice. Okay, not bad. Not a bad thing. Actually, that I like the artwork. It compels me. I'm going to take a screenshot of that, and we'll see. We'll, we'll put it on there. It's a short one. It's one of those where maybe I can get, maybe I can uh, shovel it in here, and and see if I if I can you know, if I can fill it in between before I play Pac-Man: and The Ghost of the Adventures 2, which is the next game on the stream on the stream schedule. But maybe I could fit one of these games and put it on the stream schedule as well. Or just play it on the downtime without setting up the whole system equipment and everything like that. Uh, I may just play these on the downtime, actually. Some of them are just like, okay, I don't know if I feel like streaming the entire thing. I'm not sure. And I really don't know. I, mean, I might have some downtime with the gaming stuff as well before I get into another another game like this. Who knows? Or, 
I play Pac-Man and then it's like, we'll, we'll wait until Paper Mario because I don't want to go straight to Paper Mario uh, from a 10 hour plus game. I'd rather maybe play a smaller game and then get into a really long one. I'm not sure. Because I really do need to feel like this backlog is getting is getting chipped away at. And it's a healthy balance of knocking out a lot of short ones out of just knocking those out like boom 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 and then knocking out a really long one because even when you like you lock out the long one you still feel like all right that 50 plus hour adventure is done we're out of there we enjoyed it we had our time with it it was cool but it's out of the way and it doesn't feel as daunting anymore it doesn't feel as daunting like when i started death threatening i'm like all right, let's strap in. Here we go. We're going for a ride. And and then by the end of it, I was like, okay. I'm glad I got. I'm glad I played it. I, I will say that I'm glad I played Death Stranding, but I'm also glad that it's over and that I didn't spend any more time in it, even though I could have. Because it was a long one, I'm just like, okay, let's just get it out of the way. And I've, I've done that a lot this year. Uh, Batman Arkham Knight, I did it for that. I did it for Pokemon Legends Arceus. And I've done, yeah, Death Stranding. So I have gotten a lot of these long games out of the way. Uh, games that are taking 25 plus hours. And maybe a lot of you are listening to this in like 25 plus hours. Dude, I'm playing like a Japanese RPG every week. <laughs> like, no. Uh, well, <laughs> you're, you can play those 100-hour Japanese RPGs all you want, but I, I'm not. I'm just not going to. I'm sorry. I, I just can't. I cannot. Liberated. There you go. That's that's my aside from Liberated. Secret. Oh, I have these Secret Files games. There's a few in this series that I have here. Um, the Secret Files, Sam Peters, two and a half hours long, three hours to 100%. And this is a adventure game. Uh, there's there's a few of these that I have in this series, of the Secret Files series. And Bigfoot, the abominable snowman, the Loch Ness Monster. Cryptozoologists are trying to track these creatures down and research them. One also appears in the legends of the Ashanti people in Ghana. These tell of human-like creatures that lurk in the trees at night and take their victims off to their caves to suck their blood. Sheesh, dear lord. The Asambosam. Right after journalist Sam Peters has escaped by a what from a volcanic eruption to an Indonesian island caused caused by terrorists. Wait, so the Indonesian islands caused by terrorists, or was the eruption caused by the terrorists? Well, anyway, Sam, her boss sends her to Africa. Soon enough. What did we know? Oh, maybe it was the events of the last game, probably. Well, anyway, she's she's uh, she's in Africa. She's in Basu a mysterious crater lake. 
Could the Asambo song really exist? Sam Peters is searching for the answers in this thrilling tale of the Secret Files series. There you go. Um, yeah. All right. So that's that's uh, Sam Peters. She's kind of like a a Laura Croft type of deal, except she's she's just in the strictly adventure games. So there you go. That's what that's what she does. That's that's how she rolls. That's what that's her doing. Okay. Gosh, I am uh, I'm going down the list here. I'm trying to figure out where I was because I, I think I I was around here. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So next is yeah. Sometimes it resets, and I'm just like ah. I'm just like eh. Rogue heroes, ruins of Tassos. Ah, I thought that said tacos. I would have been way into it if that was the case. I'm assuming this is a rogue like a rogue light, whatever. Rogue Heroes is a one-to-four-player classic adventure game with modern roguelite elements, of course. Team up with friends to combat procedural dungeons, explore an expansive overworld full of secrets, and take down the titans to save the once peaceful land of Tassos. Switch and PC released back in 2021. Um, The art style looks pretty it looks pretty whimsical. It reminds me a lot of The Legend of Zelda, especially Four Swords. That, that may be the inspiration behind this. But it's a roguelike, or roguelite, I don't know. I'm going to take a screenshot of it because if it's like... If it's, if it's a roguelite-inspired, like a Zelda type of game then maybe I'd be willing to play if it's like a top-down 2D Zelda and its difficulty is not insane and you don't die and just lose everything and have to start over from the beginning. I'd really like that. So I'll see. I'll just see it just to see if it's if it's worth getting into. Next, Dragon Age Inquisition. Never played any of the Dragon Age games because, of course, once again, uh, Nintendo and Sega for decades before this. Oh boy, this is an RPG. Western RPG, 46 and a half hours long, 128 to 100%. And I see the 87 and a half hours for main plus extras. That's kind of where I look at it, where it's like, if I play this game, I'll probably be around there, right? I'll probably be around the 70s to 80s in terms of playtime. And that scares me. I don't know if I want to <laughs> spend that time in just one game. It took me it took me a while just to get through Death Stranding. And at around 80 plus hours, that's gonna take me unless I like really get addicted to it and have like an insane amount of free time. I mean, I think the perfect storm for me when I played Pokemon Legends Arceus was um, 
I wasn't as swamped at work around that time. And so I, I could dedicate a lot more time to playing that. So it, it wasn't that big of a deal. I think I was also my show. I think we were in our, our downtime as well. Because my, my show, we take a break. And so I think I, I think my show was on a break for, for a bit during that time period. I think I, uh, we were on for a little bit, but uh, actually, I'm not even sure what I'm talking about. Maybe we're close to it. I have no idea. By the way, and, and, uh, and also, I hadn't started. I was just at the beginning of knowing the lady, so it wasn't as, as much time there as well. So I, it was just I had more free time to like I basically I had no plans, right? And now I, I have work, I have relationship, I have all these other things, and so gaming is not as much of a priority because it, it, it's not. It's not. I have other things that are more important. Uh, but when I do get a chance, that's what I do, and I sit down and do, I do this. So that's why. But damn, Dragon Age, that's one of those where it's like I need to dedicate one of the long ones for that one. Like, okay, this is definitely not a February game. This is a let's see, uh, which one has 31 days? There, ah, here we go. <laughs> that's one of those where, and I would have to be like on top of it. I would, I could not get burned. I would have to pace myself with that. Because my problem with Death Stranding, and it's a, lot, a problem some people might get when they're trying to do this with completing a lot of video games, is they they might overdo it and burn out. Right? You get you you might have you might overdo it and just get tired of it. Death Stranding, I did it too early, and it caused me to do a mad dash to the finish, just. Uh, beat it within the month allotted that I gave for that game. And if I do Dragon Age, I would have to just strictly be like, let me let me not get too bogged down. Let's do some tight, tight sessions, right? Three three times three times a week. Or just okay, let me, if I can get one hour in, I'll get an hour in. That type of deal. Because over the course of a month, I've given myself, like, if I could game for, like, an entire month, I would say I get 60 hours, 60 hours max that I could probably do in a month of gaming, right? Because that's kind of, I mean, this, yeah, this, uh, the last month was kind of like that. Death Stranding took me 54 hours, and I would say I probably, let's, the other six hours I probably did playing some of the multiplayer stuff, you play Rocket League and Smash, uh, just, to, just to unwind a little bit. That That's probably where I, I was with that. And, and yeah, yeah, that's, that's the, that, that's, that's the problem. So you, you, you have to pace yourself. Charles kind of felt, faced that with Death Stranding. He, he wasn't pacing himself, and so, um, that's, you, you, some of these longer games, you have to pace yourself. Unless you, unless, unless they, I mean, if they get, if they grab you and you're addicted, you're not going to pace yourself. You're going to be putting in four or five hour sessions on the reg, on the reg. But uh, if not, then you have to pace yourself. 
and it's, it's and if you're playing a bad game, whew, even worse, even worse. Then you're you might be just trying to slog through just to get it done. And luckily, the games I'm playing are not bad games. I'm not playing terrible video games. I'm playing games that are all right to excellent. So it's it's not been an issue with me thus far. It's not been an issue with me thus far, as far as the, the I guess, the, the critical quality of the game. All right. So that was Dragon Age Inquisition. Next, and this is one that I, unless I figure it out with the PS3, I won't be able to stream, but I would like to. Metal Gear Solid 4 Guns of the Patriots. It's 18 and a half hours long. 30 and a half hours, 100%. It's a very, it's at least a contained Metal Gear Solid storyline. I can play it on very easy, which is always great. Uh, and it's the last one in the, actually, well, Metal Gear Rising is the last one in the storyline. You want to go there, but I am leaving this one for last um, because uh, I mean it, it, it is the end of the Snake Saga of the Solid Snake Saga, and there's some sentimentality behind that. So, one of my favorite characters in video games, my my main in Super Smash Brothers. It's only been released on the PS3 thus far, which is very, very just crazy to me. It never released on anything else. This game sold millions. This is not like a game that flopped or anything like that. It was one of the first ones, I would say, out of the gate. Uh, this, Yeah, around the two-year... Like I said, remember two years before we got to video games in that era of the 360 and the PS3 that looked like they could only be done on those consoles. And Metal Gear Solid 4 was one of those that was like, yeah, no, they, they couldn't do this on the on the PS2. There's no way. There's no way they could have done that on the PS2. And I'm just surprised there was not a 360 port. Because, I mean, at all, at all. I know it was built from the ground up for the PS3. The PS3 is is difficult, but, I mean, just the port, just, uh, huh. And not even a re-release of any sort, of any sort. Because even, I believe the Metal Gear Solid, uh, I think the Legacy Collection, that was re-released on the PS3. That, that the one it came with a digital version of Metal Gear Solid One, and then the uh, the pack-in of the the collection for two and three, which also came with Metal Gear One and Two, and then Peace Walker as a separate disc, and then four as I said, but the four disc is just the normal Metal Gear Solid Four disc. It's, it's not part of like an actual collection. They're all separate discs. But yeah, yeah. Um, we'll see. We'll see whenever I get to that. I, I'm not going to be playing a Metal Gear game until the end of the year. And it's it's worked out for me that way. Uh, the, the end of 
2020 going to 2021, I played Metal Gear 2. So that was fine. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I might just redo that. I'm like, okay, December is, for some reason, Metal Gear. Let's let's, let's do that. It's, it's tis the season. <laughs> Next, we got, uh, let, let's talk about these two together. God of War 1 and 2. Or not, not 1 and 2. I already beat 1. God of War 2 and 3. 2 and 3 on the PS3. Uh, and I I cannot stream these because they actually show boobs. And I'm, I tried to stream 1, and then I realized that the, you... PS3 is weird with the videos, and I, it doesn't show up on an Elgato. So I'm glad I did it because there are just blatant boobs on that, and I would have been just way striked on on YouTube for that or in Twitch. So it's a good thing these games are too mature for for everyone. Uh, it's 12 hours long for the second game, which I have already started. I just haven't beaten it yet. I should get to it and beat it, and then get to three, and then get to three, and I, I've liked the series so far, so I will look for the two PSP games that were re-released on PS3, and then if I'm feeling it, especially if there's like a discount like I did with uh, Death Stranding, so I think I got Death Stranding for like 15 bucks or something like that. It was pretty cheap. Uh, if they do it for the first, uh, God of War 2018, then then I will do it for that. And then eventually Ragnarok is going to come out. And then we'll see. We'll see. But that's a long, long way from here. Not going to be anytime soon. So yeah, two is 10 hours long, just straight story. And the same thing for three. So they're very, they're games that don't, overstay their welcome, which is good. You, you, uh, you go through the set pieces, you beat the guys, and then you keep going. Okay, well, I think that's it for me with regards to this edition of, gosh darn it, this backlog. Um, uh, this one's a lot shorter because I feel like the other ones have gone on a little too long. And, well, everybody, just follow me on everything. you it's on the description. Everything's there. And take care. Bye-bye.